0: thanks to our global team for inviting us into that opportunity year after year uh, i'm always struck by it, the significance of sort of shifting our focus as uh, black friday and christmas shopping seems to happen as early as the summer christmas happens before halloween and thanksgiving if walmart and costco have their way And uh, it seems like everything is all about the almighty dollar and and the spend, spend, spend. And uh, I wonder if there's a little space for us to regain a little ground as we maybe use our retail therapy as uh, maybe a replacement or an excuse to not do the deeper work that is being described here uh, of rebuilding relationships and connecting with others and ourselves and the Lord. So a great reminder, great invitation, and a great cause for us to rally around. And as we begin today, I, I wanted to also pause and give thanks to Mitchell for just kind of having this big old heart uh, for Tyson. And maybe before we continue, we could just maybe pause for a moment and pray. I know many of us have been kind of sitting around. One second, Josh. Let me do this first. Okay, thanks, buddy. Uh, thinking about... Uh, How we can help how can we come around them uh, in such a desperate time as this and there are opportunities to do that in practical ways But I I would just uh, argue that that praying is not a small thing That to commit yourself to praying for Tyson for his family uh, Is perhaps on Tyson's part the most crucial thing that he would ask for. Whether you know him uh, well or know his family well or he's just uh, a guy you recognize from church, uh, our prayers lifted up for him uh, at this time are uh, the most significant thing that as a spiritual community uh, we can do for him. And I can tell you and report back having seen yesterday that he is healing all of these prayers. And so we must keep them going with incredible endurance. So I just invite you to this marathon of prayer together and to remain faithful in that uh, for as long as is required. Uh And there's a caring bridge going around. There are some other opportunities. So uh, get connected with that. If you're not, feel free to reach out to to Tim or me or any of our leaders. Uh, We can get you connected to sort of streams of information and updates uh, as they become available so that we can continue to pray. But can we do that now? Uh, together before we continue our time Heavenly Father God I think about my brother Tyson and his wife Jamie and his kids Juniper and Evie and Joaquin and we just want to lift them up before you Lord Asking that your beautiful, powerful, loving, merciful, capable hands would be holding each of them exactly as they need today. That for all of the questions and for all of the anxious thoughts, for all of the ways that they are processing what is happening right now, I pray that you would meet them in that place and that you would wash over them with a mighty peace, with a mighty comfort that doesn't erase all of those things, but it meets them right in the midst of them, that you would give them the power of your hope and the power of your presence that they would know in the deepest parts of them that they are not in this alone, but that we are with them and that you, O Lord, are with them. And God, that you would bring precious healing and restoration to Tyson's body, to the relationships within his family, to the reconnections that are happening with friends, old and new. We pray for a mighty work, Lord. And so we lift them up this morning. We give thanks for Tyson, for his family. And we pray these things in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Thanks, guys. So today is our Thanksgiving service. And I think thankfulness kind of becomes so focused, so acute in these moments. And so uh, we have an invitation today for you to do the scariest thing uh, possible, which is to get up here and to give thanks. My only request uh, is that you uh, think about our gratitude toward toward Jesus and toward God, and that you uh, try to keep your thoughts uh, inside two minutes to give everybody an opportunity to share. We're gonna break all those rules, but it's a guideline, a loving, gentle guideline uh, to do that. So uh, I offer this invitation to you guys to come on up as you are ready uh, to share your appreciation and your thoughts.
1: sure how these things work uh for some of you that have been around the church for a while i might be known as the icebreaker <laughs> i'm usually the first one to get up here um, i may take more than two minutes um as a beginning to this. And I welcome any of all of you to get up just to say something if you would like. But it's very difficult to follow our thoughts and prayers for Tyson and his family. When I heard uh, of uh, the seriousness of the illness, And we're in the midst of Thanksgiving with family and friends. This is not a good weekend for that family. So our hearts and prayers go out to wife, sister, sons and daughters. In the Tyson family and community. Strengthen all of you. You have a group of Christian family here that are rooting for you. Our prayers go out to you.
2: <clears throat>
1: so, if I may, let's move on. Um... I have a great thankfulness that my wife made it back from our river cruise. Uh, for all of those of you that participated in praying for her uh, in her healing, uh, we appreciate that. Um, I'm not going into a whole lot of details here for those of you. Well, I'm sure that we'll be glad to answer any questions you have. But uh, we had a wonderful two-week cruise. And the day we were to get off of the boat, um, Karen had um, uh, pain in her right leg. Um, to move through that, when, and the end of the cruise was in Amsterdam. So we're not close to home. And um, we were blessed with a wonderful medical crew and staff in the hospital at Amsterdam. And that, and we were only extending our cruise for three days. But after surgery, we could not, she could not travel for 10 days to two weeks. So we were sort of marooned in Amsterdam for that period of time and as great as Karen my wife is she was distraught over the sights and see and things to see and do in Amsterdam I said we're not in vacation mode we're in healing mode so she fought through it (laughs) And um, I'm thankful that we're able to sit in church together.
3: Church mates, um, happy Happy Thanksgiving weekend, but and also uh, sadly, sad, sad news about Tyson that I, I want to I want to give uh, give your attention to this morning. Church mates on the right side. You ready? Where, um, how, um, how? How? Is your, how was your your Thanksgiving? Uh, Thursday morning to 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 Saturday. How was your guys' Thanksgiving? Oh wow! Did did you did you eat a lot of food? Oh yeah! Wow. Uh. Um. What? Well, um. You you guys too, right? Wow. Um, here comes the, here comes the sad news. Here comes the sad news from, from my, from my, my heavy heart. Um, this morning, Tyson is not at church. He, he's not here. Um, he, he, the reason why he's not here at church this morning is because he, he has, um, he has, um, health issues going on. Uh, and, and, uh, uh I don't know. I don't know what happened to him, and and uh, uh, it's ju- it's just uh, it's just sad that that he's not he's not here at church that that um, um, something happened something happened um last week and he 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 took a turn for the worse and i i don't know when he's going to gonna probably return back to church maybe beginning of december i'm not i don't know yet so maybe his uh, he he has uh, he has um cancer cancer issues, health issues with his cancer, and it's just it's just not 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 fun. So we pray. That that um, people and with him and his family are are okay, um, and uh, so fingers crossed. Hopefully, he might return uh, when when they say when they say yes. Yes, you're you're healthy enough to come back to church. So, all we just have to do is uh, have his family watch over Ty Mercer, my my beloved, my beloved um, churchmate, because he's one of a kind. He's he's awesome. In Jesus name. Amen. Thanks Josh. Next person? Anybody
4: else?
5: Oh my gosh. I can't believe I picked up this mic. Um <laughs> But here I am. Um, I, ju- I just I just want to say I'm grateful for you guys. Um, that's pretty much it. I'm grateful for you guys, uh, the church, um, Life Covenant Church, all of you, all of you. Is that the camera? Yeah. You. Um, so thank you guys for being a good church family um, to my family and to each other.
6: I haven't even done nothing. <laughs> hey, um, I just want to say uh, thanks for the stability that God has been building in my life this year uh, in so many ways. Um, it's my third year of marriage with my wife, and every year that goes by that we're together, um, we work out more kinks in the relationship, and uh, we figure we just laugh more like the, the ratio of just kind of living versus just like laughing all the time, just kind of keeps jumping up and up. And we, we have more and more of a good time. Um, God has provided so much more than I need, uh, this whole year. And I'm so grateful for that. And I feel, uh, the abundance and I feel undeserving, very undeserving. And so, um, I want to give thanks for that, and I also want to, um, let this be even a call for me to all of you as a call for me of of accountability. Um, I feel like the thing God is calling me into right now is to do more with what I have, because I have so much. Um, yeah, and then the last thing specifically is, uh, Part of that stability is being here. I've been looking for a church to be a part of for quite some time, a couple of years actually, and so I feel really at home here. Even just in these few couple of weeks I've been here, and uh, it's been really great to get you all, get to get to know you all one by one, and uh, hope to someday be able to call you all close members of my family. And uh, yeah, thank you, thank you, God.
2: If you knew me, you would know this, this is a miracle right here. <laughs> I'm Keith. This is my wife, Susan. We're, we come here part-time because we work a lot of weekends. But I'm thankful because the past about week, we just got to spend time with all six of our grandkids at different times because they live in different states. And before that, they were all at Legoland. Survived that. That was crazy. <laughs> so I'm thankful that about 22 years ago, at Pastor Charlie's church. He married us, we blended our families, my son and her two kids, and now we have six great grandkids, I mean not great grandkids, great grandkids. <laughs> and I'm thankful that all of, our, all of the wives of our daughter and our two daughter-in-laws, they're stay-at-home moms and they're taking care of the kids. And God is so great, we just thank you. Thank you.
5: Church. Um, on the health side, I'm super grateful that my dad is still with us. I um, oh, thought I could get it through one sentence, but no. <laughs> um, trying to remember. Uh, well, basically, he um, had a bone marrow transplant, which means like his whole all the vaccines he got as a kid were gone. He's like a totally new new blood, new person. What was amazing is that um, it's very, very hard to find an exact match. And Dad had two. Um, the Asian American community specifically is really hard to find an exact match. So we are indebted to this unknown 26-year-old male who... Gave dad new life. Um, Really, really grateful for that. And we're still praying for his salvation. (laughs) Okay, so now I'm going to talk about something really um, superficial sounding. (laughs) Um, But it's not superficial because um, God just showed me last week how... He sees us. Um, last week, I was getting ready for church, and I just um, haven't done it in a year. But I thought, oh, look at these things in my drawer um, that were um, these like fake eyelashes. Hopefully, women know what I'm talking about here. And you like stick it on, and all of a sudden, my mom goes, "Oh, you're awake." <laughs> And um, while I'm putting these on, I'm watching this little video clip of um, an author, Elizabeth Gilbert, talking about how she is embracing all of her wrinkles and her lines despite all the pressures we have as women to not have any, you know, to just not age somehow. (laughs) I love you, buddy Josh. (laughs) Um, and how she's just going to embrace it, and but also how she, um, how she heard love, and to me that's God um, say oh, that's okay when you do too. When you do dye your hair or whatever it is you do, also good. I love you in all facets. Then I walk out of my bathroom, and my loving, loving children look at me and immediately scream at the top of their lungs and are like ah! and they just run around the house because my new beautification has completely revolted them. And, and I'm just like, oh, "Okay, well, no time, time to go to church." I walk in in the back, um, Doug and Pastor Tim were so kind to allow me to do the reading, so we were praying ahead of time. And Donna, who I haven't seen in, I don't know, three years? Wow. Um, Is in the back praying, and she says, Shirley, I just thought of you this morning. I said, wow, that's amazing. Very sweet. She's like, yeah, when I was putting on my makeup, um, when I was putting mascara on, God brought you to mind. And... um, Donna was back there because she was um, serving in prayer ministry, praying for people. And I went back to get some prayer. Turns out, the thing I need prayer for at work, just a really heavy thing, um, Donna has about 40 years of experience in, in her career. And I'm just blown away. Every time, right? Even though it happens, a lo- it happens. but I'm, I'm so surprised every time. Like, God, you see, you know, something so, seems so vain and so silly, but, like, I did feel really insecure after my kids are revolted, right? <laughs> Not, I don't know about insecure, I didn't feel great about it, and they're, they're just being silly, it's fine. Um, and then God was like, I see you in that, too, and I love you in that. And so much so to bring it to mind for Donna. And, wow, did I need um, Donna's career um, advice in that moment, too. So thank you for, you know, stepping out in faith and obedience. Donna shared with me she did not want to be serving in prayer ministry that morning, and yet she did. And it's just so beautiful how God orchestrates all of us to um, be there for each other um, when we step out in faith and are willing to to be uncomfortable sometimes. And thank you, I love you for it.
7: I just want to say thank you to everyone on the prayer team. I'm so grateful. Um, for you giving your time and just loving people. It's a labor of love. Um, And the more I'm with the Lord, learning about him, I'm thankful for his love more than anything else. morning um a couple few weeks ago we went to a soccer field my son was playing soccer and at ayso part of the way they keep it cheap is the parents do pretty much everything and uh so what we were doing was i was setting up one of the soccer nets with another dad and um his daughter goes to school with our daughter and i don't know why this is choking me up but anyways he looks at me and he says um hey you know i know um I know uh your your daughter i can't remember how he said it but anyways he said i know your daughter uh, i know your daughter reads the word and i was like i don't know why this struck me up so much but um and i just i was struck by it i was like i I was a a little bit kind of scared a little bit like what what do you know about my family's life (laughs) i don't really know you that well uh but uh, he said, um, you know, my daughter uh, said at lunchtime, she'll, she'll see uh, your daughter reading uh, some of the uh, scripture. And I was like, really? And um, I'm so struck because my wife, she'll just get up in the morning, she'll make some lunch for the kiddos, and she'll just put a Bible verse in there, just tossing and the lunch, nothing, it's not big. But part of me is just so struck, one, that my wife is just being so faithful just to encourage our kids. And so first, I'm just so thankful that Michelle is just trying to be faithful and, and, um, and, and be with, with God. But I'm also just so struck by how God takes something so small and And does something more with it, and I'm just just want to say thank you to God that even the little things that we do that he just takes that little seed and makes something even greater out of it and I was just setting up that net, and I was just so bowled over by how something so small God can take to impact somebody else and as he's telling me that he said, yeah, so you know, your my daughter saw that your daughter was reading these Bible verses, and he said, you know, man, I, I grew up going to church, and I, I stopped going. It wasn't really a big thing for me, and my wife went. She stopped going, too, blah, 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 but our daughter came home and was just like, hey, Maya's been reading these Bible verses. She goes to church. I want to go to church, too, and her parents said, you know what, maybe we should start going. So then he was telling me they started going to a, a local church here in Torrance. I was just so blown away by how something so small God can do something so great with. So I just want to say thank you to Michelle but then all, and also to Maya for reading at lunch. Um, that's a good habit. Uh, but then also just thank you to God for how he just takes something so small and makes it so big.
8: I just want to say thank you. Because Mark is here today, I get to come to church in sweats. I thought about this. (laughs) I thought about this today. Um, Mark, I don't know if you know this, but you're an answer to many, many, many months of prayer. So grateful um, to our church and for Tim leading the charge when I say, you know, I think it's time, man. Like, we find a pro here. And to say, okay, thank you to the vision team for saying, okay, we're going to do this. Thank you to the church. I want to also, I'm so grateful for Charlie for being the foundation of our team all of these years. Um, When Charlie played today, I had a total fangirl moment. When you played, it is well with my soul, that's the song that's that giant tattoo on my leg that you've seen, that's the song, the chorus. And you sounded like three people, you and Mark together. Just the two of you sounded like a five piece band and it was so beautiful. And I just stood there and said, thank you, God. Thank you for empowering Mar to choose us. Um, I want to let you know that I had a very small faith moment that week that you were making your decision and then when you asked for a few more days, I told her, that's it. He's not going to pick us. He, he's, he's not going to pick our little small church. I, I, that's it. You know, bummer. We're going to have to start from scratch again. Um, but God is huge when our faith is small, like mine. So thank you, Mark, for being here. Thank you, church, for praying. Thank you, Tim, for leading the charge and vision team for believing it. And thank you, Charlie, for sounding like three people. It's just so beautiful um, when you play, thank you.
4: I'm glad she just went so that it wasn't another white guy with a beard and glasses. I I sort of worried that people would just sort of equate me with Jeremy and I don't want that. Uh, I'm Jason, uh, my wife, Megan, and our son, Brady. We've been going here since a little bit after Easter. Um, And I think about, like, last year at this time, and it was in many ways pretty bleak. Um, I had made, like, the least amount of money of my adult life that year. Um, My best friend had just gone into the hospital. He had been in a coma. He had woken up, but literally... um, was paralyzed and is still mostly paralyzed but like could only mouth words like my best friend of 20 years and the doctors were saying we don't ever think you're going to get off a ventilator we don't ever think you're going to have movement from like the neck down it's just not going to happen and in the midst of all that like we had been struggling for like a year and a half two years to find a church um sort of similar to you we had we we met one another at a church in Santa Monica that we was was just beloved to us and we'd been there for over a decade, um, and we just hadn't found anything after that and we'd been looking and and you know you start to, you go to enough churches and you s- sort of start to think okay these are pretty good places and so maybe it's maybe it's not those places maybe it's us and 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 I thought well it's definitely not me it's definitely the churches. Um, And we just, I mean, it just like that just persisted into Easter. And then all of a sudden, my wife found this place. And we were both, we had like, we had gotten excited before and then like been disappointed. So we were both like, okay, let's go slow. We're not committing to anything. Um, And so we showed up the first day and I had listened to a sermon of Tim's. And I saw Tim in shorts and a t-shirt and I thought, oh, it's his day off and, you know, th- how nice for him, and then he got up and preached, and it was like, okay, this is, this is a little different, this is a little unexpected, um, and you could kind of assume that in shorts and a t-shirt, he would kind of be very casual, very broad, but no, it was like really impactful, and very powerful, and very rooted in the word, and then like within the next two weeks, there's like pastors up here with their families whose church has sort of like gone under and they're moving back and we're praying for them and um, the family from Mozambique and my wife and I were just like what is going on at this church what are all these amazing things and it was like we, we like held on it was like when you fall in love with someone and you like I can't say it like on the first date that will seem crazy so we're both just like sort of silently falling in love with this place. Um, And then after like a few weeks, we just kind of like had like the look at each other moment. We were like, yeah, this is it. This is like, this is the place. And so I just want to say this church has been such an answer to our prayers. And I think when you get, you know, you get to be an adult, you just sort of think maybe, maybe that special church is in the past. And maybe that special time is just done. Um, but this has just shown, even in the last six months or so, just what a special place this is. Um, and just to sort of bring it back, you know, my, my friend is still in the hospital, and so things are still bleak, and I can't not think of him when I, when I hear about Tyson. And there's just sort of like a little, just a little link between them. Um, and so I know how long the tail of things can be. And someone, I think maybe you said, you know, let's pray with endurance. And it really is. It's an endurance race to continue praying and continue praying. And, you know, after six months or after however many months that, you know, the is still happening, um, they still need prayer. They still need support. And so I'm just feeling that for Tyson and for his family that, you know, we're, we're here for the long haul. We're here for the tail um, of this thing. And so we are so thankful um, that God has brought us to Life Covenant and um, just seeing God's faithfulness in you all and um, just all the ways that God shows up in this community. So, thank you.
9: Hi. Brother Josh. Um, my name is Anne. <clears throat> I, I don't know how many people in here are U2 fans, but I keep hearing the song The Miracle of Joey Ramone in my head during the service, and there's just a very simple, which is kind of unpoetic for Bono. Sorry, Bono, if you're watching. But, uh, who loves you, baby? Um, but um, the line just goes, I get so many things I don't deserve. I know you know that one. And... Um, boy, if that isn't the truth. And I'm probably going to get teary, so sorry. For those of you who know me, this should become as literally no surprise. Um, And I don't even know what I'm going to say, but I just, I have, I've been going through some stuff for the last few years. I think the pandemic kind of kicked this church right in its teeth, and yet, um, I mean, I, I think it kicked everything in its teeth. But um, I think it was hard sort of to come back after the pandemic. Um, I'm going through some personal health issues, um, nothing to be worried about, that is just... It's causing me to have insomnia. And um, if you've ever had insomnia, it sucks. (laughs) So um, getting up what I would call early in the morning, and yes, before 9 is early, um, it's true, is... um, It's really hard, Um, but I have been encouraged by Tim and some other folks to see if I can't get my ample-sized derriere back in a seat here, and um, I'm very grateful for that. I'm very grateful that, um, like the lost sheep, you know, my pastor came like the shepherd, kind of pulled me back in. Thank you, Tim. Um, I also wanted to say how grateful I am for so very much. This church is, you're right, this church is unbelievable. It really is. There's something absolutely, I don't want to say the word magical, but I can't think. There's something holy going on here because we think about the work has been done in Mozambique and the prayer that, um, this church does run a marathon with prayer, and that's a really hard concept for me. I figured one and done, and that's just not how it works. So I appreciate you also commenting on, you know, the need for the marathon of of prayer. Um, if the Mercers are watching, there's something that struck me in what Tyson wrote when he was sharing his very difficult news with his church was he said what was going on, and then he said, praise God. And I couldn't believe that after all that, his next words were praise God. That is a man of beautiful faith. So Tyson, if you're out there watching this, thank you. Thank you for being such an incredible man of God. Um, But yeah, there's so much in my life I have to be grateful for, and I just felt like I needed to stick a microphone in my hand and say it. When things go difficult at work for us, our sales are getting low, I'm reminded that the person who's actually in charge of that is God. And I always say to Simon, well, I try and remember to say to Simon, that I'm not the boss and he's not the boss, God's the boss. And we have been going for We're coming up on 16 years. Um, I've actually found some pay slips from about 15 years ago. And what a difference. (laughs) We are not by any means well off. (laughs) You know, we're kind of scraping by, actually. But when I look at the difference between what I was paying myself 15 years ago versus what I am now, you know, I can live on this. I couldn't live on the other. Um, You know, when I worry about, you know, my health, something... Came to me in uh, March when we were on vacation with regard to my health that um, I won't go into, but I just prayed to God, should I do this or should I do that? And God so clearly answered me on what to do. And I'm so grateful for that. So I guess uh, faith is a hard thing. And I don't think you can have faith without doubt. Um, you might have a different opinion on that. But I don't think you can have faith without doubt. And so I think that as hard as it is when we doubt, when we do get to see those moments of faith, like, like uh, what happened with um, you and Shirley, I mean, th- those moments are just like, wow. I feel like a little kid seeing Santa Claus for the first time. You know, <laughs> just that moment of wow. So um, for those of you who have hung in here, through the pandemic, after the pandemic, for those of you who have prayed for me that I haven't even known about. Thank you guys, and thank you to God for everything.
10: Good morning, I'm Susan. Um, Last year I stood here um, and shared how God had shown me um, to give thanks for all things, and that um, he's still working on that in me. <laughs> um, this is just a, like a glimpse of the journey that he has me on this year. Um, uh, my father passed away in, um, at the end of April. He was 86, and he had had Parkinson's for 26 years. And he lived quite... Um, A remarkable life. Um, But to be honest, he didn't know how to be a father. um, And he wasn't a good father. He was a good provider. um, But I had a very difficult relationship with him. And um, God, in his mercy, um, uh, through faith, um, kept me in his life. And um, at one point um, in the middle of pandemic, I had just been laid off and uh, he was no longer walking and in a hospital bed, and I brought him into my dining room for five months. Wasn't the plan. <laughs> um, I learned that both my parents had lived in uh, a deep denial, and um, that's the thing that God has had me on this journey is working on that in me. Um, I didn't really know it, obviously, because <laughs> I was in denial. Um, but this is the parents God gave me, and, um, God is doing a work, um, through all of this, um, to heal me, and he's showing me that it's not dependent on on my parents, but on God. And, um, my sister, I have a sister that's 11 months younger than myself, and, um, he is healing that relationship, um in some really beautiful ways. And, uh, and so we were able to honor my dad um, for the remarkable life that he led and um, saw God uh, growing us in the midst of that grieving process. And I'm really grateful to God um, that he sees me I don't always see it, but I'm really thankful that he is trying to show me his love for me because I don't really know what it's like to have a loving father in the way that I would have imagined. Um, So it's a lifelong process. But I'm really grateful that God um, is doing that work in me. And I just want to give him the glory.
0: Thank you, Susan. Thank you, everybody who shared. It's like my favorite service of the year, you know. We just come and we get to hear what God is doing in your lives, and that's uh, what a gift we get to share with one another. I just want to encourage you. uh, If we can make this a part of how we talk to one another, if we make this a part of how we celebrate Jesus in our lives, not just for this service alone, but in the days and weeks and months to come that our thanksgiving and our gratitude shared becomes this beautiful kind of ministry that we can gift to one another uh, for us to not only be in touch with the ways that we ourselves are grateful and how God is shaping us in the midst of those things but to be able to share that with other people who might need to hear your message of gratitude as a path of healing or to hold intention their own experience. Uh, so I just want to reflect that back to you as an encouragement as we continue into uh, this Advent season, thinking about the gift of Jesus, his gift of grace, uh, and the gratitude that we have inside of that. And maybe we can carry our gratitude into uh, the remainder of our service as we respond and worship. One of the core ways that we do that as a community is to come to the table together to accept this invitation with gratitude to come to the Lord's table and be reminded of his gifts to us in the breaking of his body and the shedding of his blood. And I think there's uh, this powerful image that sits with me today of the physical and the spiritual being um, blended together in this moment. The demonstration of love is happening through Jesus' body, through Jesus' blood, to bring us wholeness, not only spiritually uh, and relationally, but physically as well. And I keep reflecting on this idea of the stingless death, a death that does not sting. A death that is not to be feared, but to be embraced, uh, but, uh, and to be, to be appreciated for all of the meaning that's inside of it. And so I uh, just invite us today, uh, if you are so moved to come and receive communion, to reflect on the exchange that we get to have with him, his broken body in exchange for our brokenness brings wholeness. His blood shed uh, so that we can be made clean and be washed uh, anew. And so uh, as we continue our time of worship, if you just saw me to pray, we'll stand together. You can come to my left to receive communion. Uh, there's a gluten-free table behind. There's also commun- prepackaged communion cups here uh, to my right. You can be served there as well. Uh, But can I ask you to stand as we respond in worship and as we continue to pray uh, a word of thanks and appreciation to our Heavenly Father. God, we thank you so much for every word that has been spoken today, every heartfelt message given and received, spoken and not spoken. God, I pray that you would honor all of it, that you would receive glory in all of it. And I just pray for each one of us as we respond to you. May we continue to have gratitude and thanksgiving for your gift of grace, for the gift of salvation that we reflect upon today. And may we continue to look to you in all things, in all things, and know that we are seen and that we are heard and that we are cared for so deeply uh, by a Heavenly Father who loves us. Uh, and is sleepless over us. So we give you thanks, Lord. We respond to you in worship. In Jesus' name, amen.